Hello, and welcome to the Fun and Sobriety Podcast Movie Review Edition, the only podcast on the internet that features a person in recovery sitting down with his friend who's not in recovery and reviewing movies that deal with recovery, uh, primarily from drugs and alcohol addiction, with the intent of focusing on movies that cover the full spectrum of the whole recovery process, you know, falling apart, having your life go to shambles as, as a result of an addiction, and then the full bounce back and, and the recovery process. With, with the intent of seeing how well these movies portray these behaviors, both from the perspective of someone in recovery, as well as from a normie's perspective, you know, someone who has no personal experiences with these, with these afflictions and has to rely exclusively on the way they're portrayed in these films. Today, Kaz and I ruin our sister's wedding, drive a limo into the front of a house, and stand around in our nighty, just like Sandra Bullock in the 2000 film 28 Days. No, that's okay. I'm my my side's the more important one. That's the one I want to hear. (laughs) (laughs) No, that'll be very interesting of you just talking. I just ad lib. You're talking to somebody. (laughs) I just do your voice, and this is how I do it. (laughs) 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 That's a good point, Dylan. All right, dude. I am so excited to talk about this movie. So, okay. Yeah, this movie is really interesting. I have some strong opinions. Yeah. You have some okay, strong well, opinions. Me too. Okay, so <laughs> I, 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 this is I, I'll, I'll do the I'll do the thing. Even though we just talked about doing a single intro, but yeah, we're we're back to the fun and sobriety movie review podcast, the podcast that will one day have an official title that we don't forget what it is every time. Uh, <laughs> I'm back with I'm back with my man Kaz Gable. Say hi, Kaz. Hello, everybody. <laughs> we're going today. We are discussing. The oh, I forgot what year it was. Two thousand, year two thousand. Uh, Sandra yeah, Bullock kicked off the new <laughs> millennium. Epic. <laughs> Twenty eight days. Oh my gosh, I had forgotten about this movie, dude. I I don't remember. I must have watched it for the first time after I was. I don't think they ever showed it to us in any of the recovery places that I've been uh, into the. Um, in any of the hospital inpatient treatment places, but my it, my question is why why not? But sorry, no, continue your I, I, intro. Well, that's why I'm I really want. <laughs> I'm pausing because I can't remember if they did or not. Like, because the first place I went, I went to two two. I've gone to two inpatient treatment centers, both of which in the same like six month period of 2009. Uh, and the first one was a little bit more loosey goosey, so maybe we did watch it. I I, I can't remember. We had a lot more like free TV time kind of stuff, um, and maybe they did. But I will say this: I am certain, and I'm jumping like way towards the end of this movie. But I am certain <laughs> that the whole thing with the like um, uh, get a house plant and a pet, and if in two years both of those are still alive, then you can consider having a relationship. I am absolutely certain. That is just something the screenwriter wrote up, made up for the movie, um, because I've I've never heard of that before. So you're saying like the um, the uh, oh, so, so, house so plant Steve and Buscemi, the pet? Yeah, yeah. When he, when he asks Steve Buscemi, shit, I meant to pull up all this stuff. When he asks him, you know, when can we start a relationship? Yeah, yeah. 
and it, and he says, you know, two years, basically two years. When you have a house plant and then a pet, and they're both alive in two years, then you can consider entering into a relationship. I am certain that that's not anything that anybody actually used. Actually, I could be wrong. There's so many recovery centers in the in the country that who fucking knows. But right. for sure, after this movie, it has become like a rule of thumb or at least an anecdotal thing that everybody says all the time in the in the rooms of recovery, in the AA rooms, and definitely at the centers themselves. And I'm certain it's 100% because of this movie. I'm certain of it. It's like the whole, yeah. uh, the way that the Godfather <laughs> movie came to morph and d- define the way gangsters actually began to behave in the eight, late 70s and 80s. This movie, right, I'm right. certain, that that's where that came from. But that's jumping way ahead. That was just like at the top of my head. I'm so excited about this movie. So, okay, do you want <laughs> to... I can't wanna, wait to get to that part, but yeah, let's get, get into it. Get, so do you want to do like a... You do want to do the summary of it? Yeah, well, I, I'll just do a quick... Uh, yeah, it was released in 2000, right? Like February, uh-huh. so it came out pretty early. Oh, early, uh, Oddly okay. enough, it never came out on DVD until 2005, which is sort of weird, I, but... I think that even that late into the 2000s it wasn't as i think that was a kind of regular thing like you couldn't count on it necessarily coming straight to video oh really yeah i guess i don't i'm trying to remember if that was normal but 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 still it's definitely like you said i'm sure it's used in recovery places and also i remember seeing this some point i don't think i i can't remember if i went to the theater but i remember being younger and liking it at the time like and yeah and uh and i actually still like it now a lot no, it's I really remember, not. It's really not. I remember, like, okay, my, before we, uh, you know, committed to watching it for this podcast, I remember thinking that it's garbage. But right. watching it, I was like, this actually is, it's, it, it, it's, it's real cheesy and it, it does a bunch of, like, hit you over the head with shit stuff. But it does a really good job. I don't remember it doing as good of a job as it winds up doing like showing this person's uh, uh, journey, which I'm starting to sound cheesy because it is really cheesy, but it, it's not as bad as I remember it. But so I'm sorry, keep going. No, it's a, it, it's it's a fascinating line that they tried because this is the heyday of Sandra Bullock too. This is she was the most uh, building. I think in the next couple of years she was the highest paid actress for two years. Is that true? In a row or oh, something? I didn't know that. Yeah, she was like this was her heyday. Was like she, she was. What was she in during this period? I don't even remember her being in a bunch of stuff. Um, let's see. What else was she in? Let me look it up real quick. Um, but this is around the time of her ramping up period, I believe. I'm going to look up her. There was two years where she was the highest paid actress in the world. And um, I kind of forgot about that. Like uh, the legal, or not the not Legally Blonde. What was Legally Blonde? Um, the Yaya sister. Oh, yeah. They did a bunch of like uh, oh. forces of nature. Oh, never mind. That was okay. later. 2010 to 2014, she was the highest paid actress in the world. So that was a lot. So okay, so that was, that was it was a, a little later, bit longer, but... further away. Yeah, I was going to say, because I feel like she got like, you know, the Oscar and then was in Gravity and all that. That was closer to. Oh, to yeah, today. that was later. But <clears throat> but that was, was like, um, let's see. Wasn't this around the time Speed came out? No, was Speed earlier. was Speed was like 94. Oh, yeah, that was way earlier. Never mind. I'm getting yeah. my, my movies all messed up. Um, anyway, so, but still she was like, uh, she was, I remember her being like late nineties, you'd see her in things. And then, um, and then I guess this is her ramping back up. Oh, crash. That's what it was. So crash kind of kicked her, like the resurgence of her career. And then she started doing all these other things. And then she was like super high paid. 
Anyway, um, but it starts as this, it splits the line between this, like, Sandra, kind of goofy, ditzy, 90s version of, of a female lead Sandra Bullock movie, but then it slowly, incrementally gets pretty serious and still maintains, like, this lightness to it. And I think the biggest complaints about it were it doesn't dive deep enough into um, the dark parts of the, the, explore the hard, difficult parts of recovery, and it also oh. doesn't quite become For a Sandra Bullock sure. movie so it's this middle ground but yeah I agree yeah. I think it was pretty good surprisingly it is, good it, I, and, and like I said like in, in retrospect or re-watching it with, with my original memories in place about it I was like yeah this actually does a little better job of this than I was giving it credit for so I don't Maybe this might be one of those where I, my expectations were super low, so it seems better right. than it maybe is. But um, but yeah, so she's a she's a, a a journalist for some reason. Like they don't really give you much credence yeah. to believe that she's a successful journalist, except for that she lives in New York City, uh, presumably Manhattan, and it's a you know a nice. Uh, studio ish i guess it's a studio but you know with her yeah presumably she lives there with her boyfriend and they just party and they do like they 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 open on them coming in like super drunk and then having to get up at the last minute and take a train out presumably to somewhere in like rural new york state to get to her sister's wedding and they're just drinking the whole time yeah and then they They just never stop yeah, they never stop drinking, and they're just having fun, right? And and uh, and what's his name? Dominic uh, Dominic Wells. West. Dominic West. West. He yeah. is he is the best, like just having a good time, drunk guy actor in the business. Oh yeah, I, absolutely. Because I'm I'm rewatching The Wire now again for the third time because that's uh-huh. apparently my my role in life is to show that show to other people <laughs> who haven't seen it, You're keeping it alive, <laughs> and keeping it alive. And and that show comes out a few years after this movie, and he's the main character in that, right? And and he does a lot mm-hmm. of just heavy drinking in that show. So I, I I wonder if he's as heavy a drinker as he's portrayed in these two primary films that that you would know him from. But uh, anyway, so they. They she fucking ruins the wedding in like the most ridiculous fashion, and uh, and winds up in in a rehab center, and yeah, because she crashes the she steals the limo and crashes a car into a house, which sends her to limo. jail. Oh my course. god, <laughs> which is is so unrealistic. I I mean I was a wild yeah. fucking drunk, and, and granted I never was like super fun like party 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 like that. So. Take it with a grain of salt, but I would never do that. I'd be like, I'm, I fucked up the cake. I gotta get a new cake. Call a taxi. I'm gonna take a taxi to go get a cake. Like, to be as yeah, they are the most annoying, oblivious drunks ever. Like, drunks are annoying, but these people just like took it to an amazing level. Like, no sense of like what's going on. Crashing the wedding. Throwing things she around, just... knocking old people on the dance floor, knocking over the cake. Yeah, it's, knocking that's, over that's the when cake. I was like, "Oh God, what? Do, what is this movie? What are we in for?" But oh, I know. I was just like, like they just keep Sandra Bullock. It, they just keep making it worse and worse. And and it was good that they didn't reveal her speech until later in the like. The, yeah, that was great. Family confrontation thing. Because had they shown that at the beginning, you'd just be like, "I hate her. I hate everything about this movie. I'm I'm leaving. Fuck this person. Fuck this." So yeah, yeah, that, that was that was well crafted to to save that. Because then it was just like, "Oh God," already it was ruined by what she did that we know of, and then that speech she gave, you're like, "Oh my 
God. Um, you know why I think that was? Is so okay. So real quick again, the movie. I'm just to. I forgot to mention it before. Uh, it was written by. It's a single writer movie by okay. Susanna Grant. She also wrote Pocahontas. She wrote. Oh shoot! Now I don't have her uh, movie history up. I had it up before. And I forgot. Anyway, uh, so she's been writing for a while. Aaron Brockovich. That was the other big one she wrote. So she oh, wrote really? a lot of female lead oh, okay. movies. Yeah which is really interesting. Uh, but the director, and as far as I can tell, Susanna Grant has not uh, was not an addict, is not an addict, and had never been through recovery. The director, however, has and is. She is an addict and had been okay. through recovery. And a lot of these scenes are inspired directly, like especially the horse one, just directly through her um, recovery and therapy meetings that she would take the writer to really? um, okay. as an inspiration. So my guess is <clears throat> she had a big hand in saying, yeah, just seeing so you know, that, like, because that was such a great moment where it's revealed that she doesn't even remember the extra yeah. thing she did to ruin the wedding. And no, that was, makes this that was really, really insulting great. speech. And it's a well, cool revelation and- later that uh, I, I could see someone who's had history with it being like, no, this happens. This is a good point. Yeah. No, and and, and again, like all the stuff that goes on in the recovery center, in the rehab center, also it feels very earned. Like I, again, like my memory yeah. of it was that it was just this cheesy, like kind of hand wavy approach to it. But they really do hit the high marks or, or the, uh, the, um, the high points or low points, or I, I don't know what the right, right way to put it is, like the stereotypical stuff that goes on in those places, they do a good job of presenting it. And and I think what originally distracted me was the, the loosey-goosiness of how they can come and go, even though they're checked into that place, like... Like you know, right. she shows up and the and uh, 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 what's her name? Oh, uh, 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 Mar- Margot Martindale or uh, uh, yeah. yeah, Margot Martindale, yeah. <laughs> like character actress Margot Martindale. Uh, yeah, takes takes her stuff. You know, she does the same spiel with everyone, and that seems that seems realistic. Where she's like, "We don't carry your bags. This isn't a Hilton," and like takes all of her her things and her cell phone, and and that scene where she's like taking away all the stuff that could be potentially harmful. And and uh, and Sandra Bullock is like, oh, oh, what am I gonna? I'm gonna choke myself with my my shoelaces and blah blah blah. Like, I remember like She's the first very place snarky. I went. Very snarky. They, but but they took away my shoelaces and they took away my belt buckle, mm. obviously, and uh, for that same reason, um, or you know, for the purpose of protecting you. But that was in a very controlled environment. So then like you were locked down, right? Like you, you couldn't just leave. Right. You couldn't, you couldn't get out. Like it was, a, it was a locked center. And obviously if you, it, where I was, if you, you know, made enough stink, they would be like, all right, if you need to leave, you need to leave. But you didn't have autonomy to just go wandering around the grounds like they do in this movie. Like they can just kind of go wherever. And maybe it's cause they're off in the, presumably off in the middle of nowhere. There's little danger of them just leaving, leaving, but it, it, that part, I remember thinking, that doesn't seem consistent that they would like take away stuff that right. you could potentially harm yourself with, but then just let them loose in what's basically a hotel environment. Because then, if you really want to yeah. kill yourself, there's you know there's there's wires all <laughs> over true. the place and shit. But it, whatever. That so I remember thinking right, that right. seems really unrealistic. But just setting that aside, right? Like it's a movie. You got to do the suspension of disbelief. Uh, I really enjoyed her change right like it was a little yeah. fast and potentially unearned but they were trying to bring the movie in under two hours right the movie's under two hours is it it's closer to an hour and a half right yes so. uh which, yeah just over I, 103 minutes I, 
I really appreciate that. No, an hour and 45. Okay, or hour and 43 according to IMDb. So that's, I appreciate that they weren't trying to oh, draw really? it out. Because, yeah, well, that's what it says on IMDb I'm looking oh, at Oh, yeah. Right no, now, you're but, right. That is right. I'm looking um, at the video I have playing. Oh, but, um, I, you know, you only have basically an hour and 20 minutes if you want to be realistic. Oh, yeah. that would be 90. Get... That would be 103 minutes. Never mind. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> I was like, no, that. why would they be wrong? Oh, no, that's the same thing. 103 <laughs> minutes. It is an hour and 43 minutes. Hour um, and anyway, minutes. yeah. It, it, so, sorry. you know, but it was realistic. Like, she comes to the group, and she's just totally not, just totally disengaged, and, and, and they did it, you know, showing how like ridiculous everybody seems. You know, they all seem to have drank the Kool Aid. You know what I mean? Like, and she's yeah, like, very what? cultish. Like they're chanting and singing in circles, literally oh, together. My God. And the I chanting I, the chanting. What the fuck was that? What, they're like <laughs> sobriety, yay, go team, or whatever they were saying. That yeah. also is like that is bullshit. They just didn't want to deal with the backlash of prayers right they you say prayers in those fucking places oh okay I, I, interesting again maybe it's just because i've only been I mean, i've only been to two but they <laughs> <laughs> i my understanding is that's just kind of it, it, it's almost removed from the um religious implications from it at least that's the the way i look at it because it's just like this is just what you do and like the second place i went uh we said the serenity prayer at the end of every single session that you had. So you wound up saying it right. 10 times a day, literally to the point where it just becomes, it's just becomes a way to kind of rejoin the circle that everybody just kind of feels connected for however long it says, you know, 30 seconds to say the little serenity prayer and then you walk off. Um, so when they're doing that, like sobriety recovery, go team or whatever their chant was, I was right. like, just, Come on, right? Like I, I felt like that was a note from somebody outside, like at some point saying, "Yeah, they can't. You can't have them saying prayers. It's gonna, it's gonna turn people off or something." I, yeah, I don't know. Like, serious, you, you said too that early was, was, too. I, it sounds right though, because like this at that point in the film, it's still very much a Sandra Bullock movie what you'd yeah. expect of a Sandra Bullock movie and it's corny and there's like it's like immediately annoying so it is a good replacement where you feel like yeah people are all brainwashed I am the only one who knows what's going on here and well, they're all and, being like corny and really and, happy together and I can see them like wanting to not have the extra baggage of like oh god and then they're praying what the fuck is she in for right like you you kind of right. still need anyway that 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 also seemed unrealistic to me but then like the characters they have like we're, we're great like the, they got the crotchety old fucking doctor guy and they got the like yeah. um the like kind of angry black woman who's like you know no no this fucking bullshit fuck it and uh and you know like the super sensitive uh emotional guy and like i i i really liked how they had that and then the, the like the new york guy who's like in there for cocaine and is just trying to get laid all the time like yeah, that was good. It was then like the nineties uh, of... kind of pixie, gothy girl. Oh even. god, like yeah. That oh my character god. Trope. Oh shit. It's like what if she oh, was oh. in rehab? Oh my god, she. That was also where I was like, come on. Like they didn't need to do some yeah. of that stuff, right? Like, so okay, Sandra gets in. She's like resistant to it. She takes a bunch of pills. Dominic West comes a visitor, gives her some pills, gives her gets her boozed up, and then she shows back up. And 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 honestly. That was super realistic to me, where she comes in and she's all drunked up, and Steve Buscemi, Steve Buscemi, by the way, was amazing in this movie. 
like he totally forgot he was in this. I was so happy he, to see him. I'm like, no way. Yes. He, I, I and it's I mean, I'm fairly sure that guy's in recovery or has had issues with, I would guess, alcohol. I mean, he just strikes me as an alcoholic. And in fact, I know he Have did you ever a movie. Seen the movie in the late... Trees Lounge. Well, is that what you're going to talk yes, about? Yes, I was. It's exactly what I was about to mention, and and how yeah, he that he is had an said, amazingly good movie. Well, and I remember at the time like liking that movie because I think he directed that movie. That was like his whole project. Yeah, I like, think his, so too. He was. Yeah. And somewhere I remember hearing an interview or hearing about an interview with him at the time when that came out, and he was saying that that would be his life had he not become a successful actor. Which I thought was a totally. Deep that's exactly into, how it felt. Yeah, <laughs> it's and like this is what Steve Buscemi would be doing if he hadn't had that one teacher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to give him some direction. So just hanging I, out in a shitty towny bar drinking. I did, yeah. So I don't anyway. doubt that he's got some recovery under his belt, and that's why he was so perfect as the counselor there. Because he, that guy, that is a counselor. Like they. Yeah. focused on the right character to make sure that they did not fuck that up because that guy was spot on. Like, he didn't give her a quarter. He didn't give her... He, he was unemotional about all of it. He was just like, yeah, you fucked up. You got to go to to jail now. Sorry. And then the next scene... Yeah, when, she wasn't special. Remember. Like, like he cared yeah. about her, but he also cared about everybody. She's like, you know, you're you're going to fuck this up for everybody, so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't... No, and it was... I'm, I'm sympathetic, exactly how but those, you're going to jail. So it's exactly how those counselors are, too, right? Like I remember, I yeah. really, really, I really, I, you know, I eventually just loved my counselor, Buck. My guy was named Buck. He was this oh, that's like a good short name cowboy. Even. Jeez. Yeah, he was this this short uh, cowboy dude at the Walker Center. I don't think he's there anymore. I'm pretty sure he retired by now. But uh, he just gave no quarter, right? Like, I mean, he met with me, he cared about me, but he also was like, you know, I was there for a few weeks before he was, I, I finally was like, hey, did you think I was just coming in here to get like, uh, you know, we he and I had like a deep connection or I felt, you know, obviously it was my side. Mm-hmm. He was just, yeah, you're just another name in a page. <laughs> but I felt like so like close to the guy and I was like, did you think I was coming in just to get like a better to look better for the court and he's like yeah i assumed that's why you were here like the whole thing just kind of came to light i was like oh i'm just like this sensitive guy and i think it's all special about me <laughs> and to him i'm just one more case on his on his p- plate you know and that's steve but that's Buscemi a sign of a good counselor that you didn't feel that that's pretty impressive exactly on side. <laughs> oh know? yeah I, well and it's because it's i mean that's i can't i, mean, I those those people who do that and they really commit their lives to it uh, I can't imagine it's doing a special yeah. it's a special thing because yeah I mean it, and I think part of that is you know you see so many people I mean the attrition rate the guy mentions in the movie like the attrition rate of like 30 percent or something when when Daniel comes back and he's like well you know yeah it sucks that he went out but since you know they say like three out of ten of us are gonna go back out I mean it's better for us statistically right <laughs> like that's <laughs> right such a yeah. such a rad line but I think it's more like 10%. I've always been told 10%, which is even worse, right? So as a counselor, anybody fresh comes in, you're just like, yeah, this person's whatever. They're, they're having a hard time today, but this doesn't mean they're going to stay sober. And, uh, so I, I forgot what it was because he tells her she's going to jail and then she has something happen that makes her change her mind. Is that where she like throws the pills out the window and then winds up climbing out the window? Yeah, she's uh, she's kind of wallowing in self pity and um, and being like, "Well, fuck you, I I will go to jail. I don't care." And uh, right, sort of. I mean, she doesn't quite say that, but then yeah, then she does 
have like a introspective moment and she throws the pills out the window. Then she's like, shit, I never mind. I want those pills. And she tries to climb a tree down and falls out of the tree. And, and yeah, breaks her like, oh, um, that's right. And then, yeah, yeah. The Viggo well, Mortensen that's our intro to Vigo Mortensen is, yeah, he carries her inside suddenly. Suddenly Vigo Mortensen's in the movie. And then, um, and then, yeah. And then she gets her cast and then she goes to him and pleads like her case. And, uh, and, and that was good. I mean, it, it Sandra Bullock, does a good job in that she like she, yeah you, it was her body mount moment and it was it was appropriate for her character it felt real it did feel really it felt real like, like she she did a really good job i mean honestly she's really good in this movie i mean she i don't yeah. i i'm i'm gonna guess that she doesn't have any personal experience with this so she does a very good job of finding the correct beats inside of her of like because yeah she's like losing her shit and realizing oh fuck this is this is not okay and they did a really good job with those flashbacks showing her and her sister and their drunken mom and the yeah. parallels between that behavior and the behavior that Sandra Bullock was engaging in through her adulthood. That I thought was a really smart approach. Like I I I I'm hesitant I like part of me wishes they had made the movie a little bit better, maybe a little bit more serious. I don't know exactly what's missing. Something's missing to make it like a a a 5 out of 5, but Again, watching this, I was like, "Man, I really do feel this, this dread. This like, I I don't know. You're you you're, you you've told me your your family. You know, it was it was Wisconsin type type drinking, so you wouldn't necessarily register oh, yeah. them as alcoholics and yeah. you know out of control. But you know, there was probably plenty of times as a child. I I don't know. I don't mean to put this on you, but I I know for me, I, I when I look back on my childhood, there's plenty of times where I'm like." Oh yeah, no, my dad was fucking drunk. Oh, oh, and and definitely with my mom. That's and maybe that's where this movie hits me a little harder. As I've had, um, not fun, yeah, having fun dancing around experiences with my mom when she was clearly loaded. But you know, I had plenty where she was clearly loaded and it's left me with unhappy feelings. So I can right really or confused at least. This. You know, as a kid, you're trying to figure <laughs> out like why are they acting so weird and like they're fun. Yeah. And no, they're not. All of a sudden, the the mood changes rapidly. Yeah, yeah, that it's, yeah, it was really change. interesting. Yeah, the so, abruptness of it. Um, yeah, it was really interesting. I, I I agree. I think that was a huge part of the movie, and I think that's why people felt kind of like you're kind of wrenched back and forth. It's a Sandra Bullock movie. Then she starts having these flashbacks of her mom, and her mom yeah. definitely was a heavy drinker, and she's even repeating some of the behaviors exactly, even without kids, that her mom did. Kind of party yeah. girl, let's just drink so we're feeling <laughs> drink till we're feeling a good mood, and then keep drinking after that. Um, well, and. And, and it's always and they, then they, they kind they, of let it go though. Halfway through the movie, when she starts to heal, that stuff sort of falls away, and then it comes back to a Sandra Bullock movie. And it's not bad, but it isn't like they does feel like they could have made this movie a lot more of a yeah. Could have been dive deeper for sure. Could have been heavier. Yeah. Like and and you're right. Like I, maybe that is what I'm trying to put my finger on, and it's what you're saying is they they couldn't quite nail down the tone they wanted because I think I think leading into this movie, she was basically only in. Uh, like rom com kind of stuff, right? She was in like practical yeah, exactly, magic, yeah. and she was in that like, or or like, yeah, even just romantic, if not romantic comedy, right? So, I think this was, yeah, I think maybe they were like, well, we still got to have her be goofy, and and I, she wasn't a proven commodity then, right? Like, seeing it today, twenty almost twenty yeah. years later, you know how good of an actress she is going to prove to be. But at the time it was still just, yeah, she's just another Hollywood person. Who knows? Um, she had some hits, but she was definitely like around, <laughs> yeah. like the net was her first, I think you're that was, the star that's what of this I was gonna movie. Say. 
Yeah, and that was and her. Then, like, I think I think the net was the first thing that was like built around her as a character, right? The rest of it, like, Speed was this Keanu Reeves movie, and right, that's she what was really yeah, got her and notoriety, then notoriety. The the two most recent, I think, that she was prominent are Practical Magic and Hope Floats, were be- right before or two years before oh, this. God, and Hope Floats, Jesus Christ, that movie. <laughs> I know. Right? And, and don't so I think they were like practical, practical magic. I will. Oh, I will. <laughs> yeah, hope floats is. But it definitely felt like this was Sandra Bullock's trying to find a a movie or a vehicle that she could front and like. So if it, yeah, the combination of like her what, selling her as the star and how that movie you would expect and her fans to be into it, but also. It's I don't know. Kudos to her for trying to take on this movie. It's just interesting to hear that how it was, where the push and pull was of let's get more serious, yeah. let's not get that serious, let's keep it. You know, let's not make my character. Because here's the one thing about it too. There are a few things like what I expected of the movie is um, Sandra Bullock being oddly uh, put together throughout the entire film. Like her makeup's on point, she looks good. Oh. Just those movies where the star clearly had to say like, no, I'm never gonna not look good in this movie. Yeah, I'm gonna be running through the worst point in my life, but I'm gonna look tight. I, and so. But she didn't- she There's a few points in this movie I, I, where I she, no, yeah, she, they don't. That's what I was saying. Like they yeah, don't. So it yeah. starts out that way, but there are some points in the movie where she's like, especially the emotional low points, where she's just like, she looks even greasy a bit. Her po- hair's in a ponytail. She looks like she's going oh, through it, and that's to that's a degree. And I was like, pretty impressed with that. that. Sh- that's what you look like in those places, right? You're walking around in pajamas. Yeah, no, and I you, you totally don't bother showering it. for a few days. Yeah, and, and so, yeah, 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 and well, and that's uh, yeah. So and it was. I liked that moment she shares with Steve Buscemi where she's just like, hey, I can't go to jail. And that, like, I think I'm going to die. Like, I'm kind of ashamed to admit that I just got a little bit of chills thinking about that moment because she is a solid enough actress to pull that off, to me at least, and that felt very real. And his response of, like, looking at her and taking her in and and – I felt it was consistent. I, I don't know if maybe some people would look at that and be like, that's unrealistic. It's just because she's Sandra Bullock. But that is the way that something like that would work. Like Steve Buscemi's job is to save these people or is to at least give them an opportunity to save themselves, basically. And so having her come to him like that and be like, hey, I, I know I've been a fuck up and a piece of shit this whole time but I can't do that and I'm going to die and please, please give me another chance. And I, I really like that from that moment forward, she genuinely commits herself to all the things. Right. And then, yeah, I, again, I was very, it's surprised a really great to, scene. To see yeah. How well they do show the like beats of recovery in this movie. I, I really appreciated it in like, it's the, really like, interesting. Yeah. What? Oh, I was gonna say, it's really interesting too, because, um, you it's the first time where she kind of is real or her, her emotions are yeah. real where and you get yeah. the sense like Steve Buscemi is great because his character is so he's seen it all. He knows the he knows the beats like he could probably plan it out. You're going to be outraged. Right. You're going to think this is stupid. Then you're going to come with me and try to game me. And then something's going to happen. And then so he's kind of expecting right. this. And ex- it almost seems like he's expecting her to come to him in some way. And the way she comes to him, though, is very real. She's not trying to game him. She's not trying to, like, put on fake tears. She really seems to see it. Like, this is suddenly about to hit me. I am going to jail. Like, it's not something I can talk myself out of. This is getting very real, and I'm terrified. And so, yeah, that scene is really powerful. But more than that, not just the jail, the the statement, I am going to die. 
And that's, that's yeah. Not, oh yeah. For she's sure. not, yeah. she's not afraid of dying of, from jail. She's afraid that if she doesn't do something about her, she'll never right. get better. And she's just going to fucking kill herself. She's going to wind up killing herself somehow stupid. And that, I, yeah, she I seems really, to see really it for the first that. time. Yeah. Cause then yeah, she from seems that to point forward, she's, she's really in it. She's like, she's noticing the other people around her. She, she's not given a quarter to <clears throat> the cheese ball shit, you know, like the cheese ball guy who's like always trying to sleep with her. She just, she doesn't even, right. enter, she's just like not, she's, she's no nonsense after that. And that's, I, again, that to me, like having <laughs> having been in a situation like that where you realize, oh shit, I got to do something and I got to do something now. And then just there's no way to really define that other than just you just feel a difference. And I, I felt like especially because, again, I don't think she's gone through any of this to have the ability to show that so starkly, right? The behavior and the, the whole demeanor that she has from that point forward is very different. I, I really, really like that. I really like it. And it gets, it does get a little it's cheesy. It's gotta be a lot. Uh-huh. Oh, go ahead. I, I was going to say, it gets a little cheesy with the, like the baseball analogy with Vigo Mortensen. And they're like, yeah. you know, it was I, again, <laughs> like, I don't feel like a place like that, that a, a place like that would cost like 50, sixty thousand dollars right first off right uh, there is so many amenities in that place and it's out in the middle of a beautiful woods but then he's just out there throwing a baseball in the woods and she just kind of comes up and is like joins him in throwing a baseball in the woods and then they start kind of making out like usually those places are set up so that especially for that kind of money they would have the sexes separated would be my guess they wouldn't have men with women oh interesting yeah, um, I would make sense. That's a huge distraction, right? Like, it, it, yeah. uh, naturally, you you would you know, I mean that that guy fucking all those women all the time, like that. Of course, that's what happens because you're doing anything you right. can to like feel good. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, that makes sense because it seems like it's an, <laughs> it would be an obvious just like solace to take uh, an, an, an an unhealthy one to take into. I do love the oh, fact yeah. that when she does commit herself the other patients like they immediately give her the shit chores like oh they yeah give her bathroom duty and she's on crutches it's that's a fun scene yeah um, and i do like that and i like that i like the way they have them sit down in that meeting and they're like this is bullshit she's here and then they like instead yeah like, that they was just, interesting and they let them and they let them do it again that felt very real that felt very real and i mean obviously the point of that scene was to like get them all clapping for her at the end when she like shows emotions i i felt like right that one they probably could have done a few more takes on that i don't i don't know like at the end when they're like they do the slow clap after she finally explodes at him i was like right uh, come on you guys let's just try this one more time and make it feel a, a little more earned than that <laughs> Right, yeah, because their their emotions do sound real, and then she's like, "Well, fuck you guys," and then they start clapping. She literally just is like, "Fuck you guys," and then they're like, "Yeah, she's Finally. like, I'm having the, like, really? That's the all worst." Dark? Yeah, I, I, that's it. <laughs> like the clapping, they should have not clapped. They should have just been like, had like one person be like. Yeah, well, finally you show some emotion, and then kind of everyone just kind of acknowledge it around the room. But I could also appreciate just from the idea of making that scene work for the audience watching. You'd be like, "Yeah, that what the fuck's going on in this scene?" <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no. I I also really liked that 
I mean, obviously, when she falls out of the tree and Viggo Mortensen, who's very handsome back then, my goodness. I mean, he's he's you know he's classically a barely handsome aged, actor, but that man. What's that? Yeah, he yeah he does barely he's barely aged. He, like it's yeah, like, oh my he, god, Aragorn. I, I wonder what movies had he been in at that point, right? Because that was before the the um, that was before the Lord of the Rings stuff. Um, yeah, he's such an I mean, w- interesting actor too. Because I feel like he came out of the woodwork in Lord of the Rings, but then yeah, then I'll remember. Oh no, he was in that. He was in that. He was in that. Yeah, he's had a consistent so what, acting career. Um, what was he? Let me see. Uh, I'm pulling him see. on IDB while we while we talk here. A lot of. <laughs> Crimson Tide is a ni- mid '90s. Um, he was in Carlito's Way. Um, oh, he was in, Carlito's been, Way! Yeah, he was in a ton of shit non-stop. in the '90s. Look at this! My goodness! Yeah, ton of stuff. Ton, huh. ton of stuff. Um, so I guess, I guess it, it when he showed up, it was just he was even on an episode of Miami Vice, the TV shows. God damn, he's been around forever. That's hilarious. I know. Um, well, anyway, he was. He, you know, I really appreciated that. You know, he's super handsome and he's just right for her. He's like. A much nicer guy than Dominic West. He's, you know, trying to trying to get his shit together. Um but I like that they don't they don't get together, right? Like he tries to kiss her and she's like, "No, dude." And then uh, Yeah. And then that's it, right? Like cuz that again, that also it's it's just another subtle way or not so subtle, I guess, of showing that she's taking this shit serious, that it's not just, you know, one more thing to distract her. And uh and I don't know that that interaction when Dominic West just shows up out of the blue and you know uh, Vigo's like trying to mac on her or almost is and and <laughs> yeah. then he, he acts he acts all like ruffian with him I I that I, I kind of felt like the Dominic West keep recurring it felt a little heavy handed like I I feel like that guy he was kind of an asshole and. Like I could see him visiting the one time to try and sneak her in some booze and shit, but then I could also see him not coming back after like, because <clears throat> yeah, they would probably talk on the phone and she'd be like, "Hey, I I'm really I need to just focus on me. Don't come up here." And he would just be like, "All right, babe," <laughs> and not come. Right? Like that felt a little Hollywood. Like we got to throw in some stuff about what's going on with the relationship in here. Um, yeah, it was a nice I, like pullback because it did remind you of what her her life and her addictions were still calling so that exactly well there but i but i I agree that it felt odd and smashed up against vico mortensen and that scene where he has to punch him it's just like oh okay so that makes it easier for her to leave him because he's a pussy (laughs) you know what i mean Uh, oh my god yeah or at the very least just an asshole right like he deserved that because he was just pushing the guy he's just being an asshole but you're right in order to demonstrate effectively like hey she still has this bullshit waiting for her when she gets home. And if there isn't a little bit of a reminder during the, the recovery center, that scene when she gets home and all that's happening, it would feel weird and disjointed. So, yeah, I could see that. I, I guess that makes sense because that is the other thing that I could fully relate to is like that was part of my, my experience, right? Like I was in that place. I had a DUI. I had driven drunk with my children in the car. So I was facing some serious mm-hmm. issues my ex-wife or soon-to-be ex-wife fucking hated me, and she would call me right. constantly in the center, and they just stopped letting her calls go through because it was just she just wanted me dead. And so I, I in the oh, center, she was I was going like, to berate you or just yeah, yeah, to, to just be like you're a piece of shit. I can't believe blah blah. blah. I mean, I mean, I I I, I I I talked to her a couple times and it was just like, oh my god, this is not what I need. 
I, which yeah, sounds no selfish kidding. right now, but it was just like, I can't, I mean, what am I supposed to do? Right. Like that's why I'm here is to try and, uh, you know, quote yeah. unquote, fix this. And, uh, and that's the awareness that I had a lot of heavy, heavy shit still waiting for me when I got out of there. Right. Was one right. of the, was one of the like main things of like, I got to get my shit together. Cause that shit's still waiting out there. And so far, all I've demonstrated is that I'm not going to be able to make it. Um, so yeah, yeah, having that's, that, that's a really well. I'm glad you brought that up because that was one thing I was questioning about this, which is really interesting about these rehab centers. Because from an outsider's uh-huh. perspective, it seems like a lot of this, and it makes sense that that much there's not like a direct, um, like alcohol isn't or whatever your drug is isn't uh-huh. the problem. It's the it's your coping mechanism. Like it becomes that, and maybe you're more or less inclined to addiction of mm-hmm. certain substances. But the whole point is working out your worldview to a more healthy perspective. And so that's a, that's it's really interesting to, to me, yeah, to see how these how they portray these places. Because it's like, because I was even thinking like, damn, shit, I I need some of this therapy. <laughs> like, oh, I've got some issues. Oh, no, i got is, some issues to work out. That is for sure. No, and that's one of the things as you... You know, in, as a, a person in recovery, you, you, you come to recognize that of like, oh, shit, I'm kind of lucky to have had this because I had something horrible. You know, I, I fell all the way down as far as I ever want to fall. And in right. order to get back up, I had to really, really look at some shit about myself that had I not experienced that fall... I, who knows if I would have ever bothered to look at it? Because if you don't have dire consequences staring you in the face, you're unlikely to go look at some of the worst qualities that you have as a person and and try and face them and and work through them. I mean, it's yeah. <clears throat> that that's the and that is that's interesting that you bring that up because that is that is the point of those centers ultimately, right? I mean, it's getting sober right. is the first step of it. Like it's the first part of it. And and it's just getting that whatever it is you're using to cope, um, <clears throat> unhealthy coping mechanism, getting that out of the way and getting you physically no longer, you know, reliant upon it, and then hopefully and that's where the whole spirituality shit starts to come in and where it starts to get you know it's a it's a hassle for explaining it or whatever is you know because it it really is it's about spirituality and and they. Yeah, kind of sidestep that in this movie, which I, is understandable because they're trying to like ultimately just kind of convey the message to a wide audience. But I mean, there's a deep, sp- and I, I think that's what they're doing with that horse stuff. Is that's that's their way of like embodying the spiritual spirituality in terms of her calmness, in terms of the calmness of the person, where that's supposed to represent a, a genuine shift in their whole personality going sure. from whatever the chaotic energy that the horse is having a trouble with to no no they're just calm and i like that i mean it's a device and it seems cheesy and i'm surprised to hear you you mentioned i think before we started recording that uh that was based off of the woman's experience uh yeah so the it's the writer the, the writer was not as far as i could find was not uh had any issues with addiction but the director right. very much did and so the director brought the writer to her uh, rehabilitation uh, therapies and her meetings and dragged her all over like nonstop to these places to give her the experience. And that's what informed the writing. And so 
that's what's really interesting and why I think the movie comes together is you have a, a solid writer, but then the director really knew how to frame these sequences to feel sure. real. And I think she probably well, but, informed but Sandra you Bullock quite that, a bit. You mentioned you mentioned something about the that the horse incident specifically oh, yeah, yeah. being the horse thing and uh there's one other thing that was pulled directly but anyway, her horse therapy was very much something that they did or she did Interesting. and that made it into I, the movie. So it was part of her real experience. I wonder if that was just some special place she went cuz that that like even as they're doing that I'm like, man, that seems kind of dangerous. <laughs> like I mean, you can get kicked kicked by a horse. It also was in Hall it yeah, it was it was in LA too. So I'm guessing there was a lot of like approaches to therapy and animal therapy was one and I don't know, people yeah, like horses okay. out there. Yeah, so, and that makes um, sense because horses do feed off of the human energies, or you know, the the, yeah. the humans around them energy. So that's interesting. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I I felt like it was there. And the other thing that I remember being annoyed with, I realized I was misremembering. Okay, so she makes it through the whole thing. She does the whole twenty eight days, and then what I remembered. Oh no! Oh god! We can't. <laughs> Okay, we'll come back to the to the girl. <laughs> the the, the twenty eight like when I when we when we when we set out to watch the movie, I just remember thinking, yeah, it's going to be so annoying because Sandra Bullock's in there for twenty eight days, but all the people who were there when she shows up are still there when she's leaving, which is not how that right. works, right? Everyone's there for twenty eight oh. days, so if if you oh interesting if you point, I didn't think of that. Someone, if someone's there when you get there, they leave before you leave unless something happens. Right, you right. Know, for the most part, you say goodbye to all the people you make friends with, and in the meantime, you make new friends with people who've come in. And so that part I totally remember not seeing in this movie, and it doesn't. Like, for whatever reason, she's the last class, right? There's no more people coming in behind her. They don't introduce <laughs> new characters for the most part, which is actually right. not right because they do. I just didn't yeah. remember, right? Like, they have this snarky blonde woman who they never really show other than she fucks Viggo Mortensen, and then I presumably some other people come in. But the one guy leaves and comes back, and then why I thought they were still there is they do that ridiculous, cheesy-ass, absolutely unrealistic, where they all show back up the day Sandra Bullock is leaving to, like, sing her the goodbye song so that they can have like, right, some kind right. of closure with her. That shit don't happen, right? Like, unless <laughs> everybody who lives, like, within an apartment complex nearby, and they're like, hey, you know what? That one woman we all met in rehab, she's getting out today. Well, let's go say hi. You're not driving all the way back to that fucking center to play music Carpool. and be like, oh, you made it. Good work. Just like the rest of us, you did it. Unless, like, do they all go back every weekend for every person they ever met? No, that just that was so yeah. ridiculous. That was a part where I'm like, yeah, so all movie you've done a good job of showing that she's nothing special. She's just another person. But then they're going to have all of like she didn't touch those people that much. They were like buddies in rehab. Yeah. That's the other thing. Rehab buddies. That's about it. You don't you don't remain buddies with your rehab buddies. Like you right, come out yeah. and you're like you might run into them here and there, but you're not like, hey, let's hang out all the time and <laughs> shoot yeah, the shit about yeah. being in rehab. You want to get an apartment <laughs> together or something? <laughs> yeah. And those relationships never work. I mean, I have met I have met people who have like tried to form like long term bonds with people like that, and they just one or the other of them always winds up fucking the other one over or going back out. You know, I mean, it's you're broken people. That's why you're in a fucking yeah, rehab yeah. center. And and uh, so, yeah, I, that was in my memory. I was like, oh, God, this movie is so unrealistic because that 
but it wasn't as brazen as I remembered it. But still, having them come back and sing the goodbye song to her, no, that's not realistic at all. <laughs> even right. if I didn't even think even about if, that, yeah. Even if all, and that's you know the quality of the filmmaking. You don't think about it because you're like, oh yeah, that's sweet. Right. But uh, I mean, even yeah, even yeah. if even if like two thirds of those people had been released the day before. They're still not hanging around a whole extra day to like, <laughs> well, we'll just stay at a hotel for the night so we could surprise her when she leaves. She'll really love this. <laughs> <laughs> we're very vested in your success. Ours, not so much. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we were just here for you. You know, we're just going to just check back in and have another. Uh, uh, we're just going to keep doing this and repeat for all the, the the pretty women from New York who come up here. Uh <laughs> But, okay, so the, my biggest problem with the movie, and it was before and it was this time, is her roommate, the, 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 uh... Oh, yeah. She's, she, you called her the pixie, the 90s pixie's dream girl. Pixie yeah, the 90s. Girl. She's, no, she's, she's, uh, 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 what's her name from Beetlejuice is exactly who she is. She's, uh... Yeah, it's more of gothy, having... like, um, depressed arts yeah, girl she just, uh, from the yeah, 90s. And, and the character seems realistic and like what she's sure. experiencing, you know, she's cutting herself and she's like forlorn and like she's gone through these mental health facilities, you know, a, a handful of times or at least they they say that or imply it at least. Right. Like this isn't her. Yeah. Because then her mom like doesn't show up like her mom's kind of given up on right. her. And so it's very <laughs> right. it's a very depressing character. And that first time right. she cuts herself, it's like, holy shit. Like because it's it's Sandra oh. Bullock's movie. And then boom. Yeah. Like, and, oh my god. Well, and and I don't know as a as a I feel cuz I I've had I've 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 had to deal with some of that too in my personal life and and I've come to understand that that is not as uncommon a thing as me as a guy uh you know growing up as a guy would 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 appreciate, right? Like I I my understanding oh, yeah. is like women wind up being cutters a lot more frequently than is talked about openly, right? So yeah, no, I I've could, I've, I feel that too. Because I, I same but thing. it's I it's the, an interesting the, emotional change. I, oh gosh, oh gosh, no, 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 kidding! I just remembered the first time I saw it, being like, "Holy fuck, what the fuck is happening?" And this time I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's yeah. cutting herself. Of course, she's a depressed teenage girl. Um, but. I I felt like it was so she winds up I okay what do you okay how, what happens to that girl you tell me what happens to that girl like from in that moment or in the her arc in the movie in the movie like what happens in the movie like I just I don't want to I want to hear your you 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 would describe it um yeah it's kind of hard because they so she goes she starts to spiral out like she has these relapses the first one is when she cuts herself and she seems to be really struggling like she has replaced eating candy and sweets and chocolates uh for her heroin addiction as a way she copes uh and then she has these relapses. the first one is to cut or cut herself um and then throughout the movie it's this interesting subplot where she has this insane the soap opera we could talk about later this insane soap opera she watches which is a funny like through fair of the movie but she 
this this is where I kind of lose track of it too because for some reason and maybe I missed something she starts to sort of spiral down or withdraw and she starts yeah. withdrawing 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 more and more and more throughout the film <laughs> and then there's a really sweet scene where she never misses the soap opera and she gets everyone else into the soap opera and eventually at the end of the right. movie she does miss it and they all stage a reenactment of the episode she missed for her and try to like intervene with her to get her well, to open up and talk to them and, and more. And I thought I, I was picturing the the withdrawing was because her uh, being released date was coming nearer and she was getting nervous about having to leave. Right, like that. That, that oh, seemed like that was what was happening. But but more to the point, like what happens next? Tell I want you to describe what happens <laughs> next. Well, and then. There's a point in there where they make a note that her mom was supposed to show up for some family therapy and she right. doesn't. And it sounds like it's right. kind of normal that she's been kind of just, you're either going to make it here or you're not. We're done with you. Um, but then she ODs and she has a needle of assuming, I'm assuming heroin. And heroin, yeah. She, yeah, unless she got like meth. I don't think, can you OD on methadone? I don't know. Anyway, she ODs on probably heroin. And um, she finds, Sandra Bullock finds her in the bathroom um tries to resuscitate her the guy who went out and came back as a doctor he tries some weird cpr on her and uh and she's <laughs> dead <true>. and it's <laughs> just like holy shit yeah he like tries cpr like over the top from behind her over the top it's like what are you doing dude anyway yeah uh and she dies she just she dies in the center out of the blue okay. kind of and that's why i was trying to get you to say it because i always thought that she committed suicide like in the first time i saw it so in my brain, I was like, oh, God, this is so stupid that that character commits suicide. But like you said, she doesn't commit suicide. She just relapses on heroin. And they didn't. I, I, Buscemi I says it in the movie. He, he says he the point and where then, he says that. Yeah. He's like, she didn't that, kill herself. She OD'd. She's an addict. Yeah. And that's yeah. I don't remember. I That didn't stick with me in my memory of having seen the movie before. So that was just I, yeah, I, me that's part of why I was just trying to get you to say it because I was like, I wonder if I just missed it before if it's blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and I paused it and rewound it. OK, so the, the order was Sandra Bullock gets the. <laughs> I guess this is why they have her be a writer because she sits down and writes one night right a whole a whole script for the rest of the people to put on for her which is cheesy but i could actually see that kind of thing happening with a group of people who've been together and they're like that as long as they have and blah 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 like that's yeah not entirely unrealistic it's a little a little bit come on and and when they do perform it you can see there's a ton of other people in the center who are just like what the fuck are these people doing right like this is lunchtime <laughs> oh my god right. and the pa system there get the fuck out of here there's no pa system in a rehab center <laughs> yeah tonight's tonight's lecture is get the fuck out of here everybody's got a very regimented <laughs> system there, there's no questions about what's happening um but okay so she she writes the thing and gets all the people ready to perform it, and they're clearly waiting for whatever reason to call her down. And the artifice in the scene seems to be like they get Margot Martindale to pretend like there's a package so that she gets called down and then they can have her front and center for the performance. But actually, yeah. she she gets a package. There is an actual package, and that's where Sandra's like, oh, it's go time, which is weird. So apparently they were just going to be ready to perform it the minute Waiting the girl at all came times. downstairs. <laughs> which, that doesn't make any sense, because the package was 
a sock monkey, right? She pulls it out and she's like, oh, and then she goes to go walk away and they like force her to sit down and she watches their their performance with the sock monkey. Right. In the scene where she's OD'd, the next scene, basically, there's a shot where they don't do a good enough job of lingering on it so you get it in your head. She's opened the sock monkey and that's where the drugs have come from. So somebody sent her a fucking bunch of heroin to arrive the day before she leaves rehab, and she knows it's there well enough to open the sock monkey and tear it out and find the drugs inside of it. That's fucking bananas. What the fuck is that? Who is going to tear open a sock monkey, stick a bunch of heroin in it, and a needle, and a spoon, like all the stuff to cook it, yeah. Sew it up, mail it to your friend or I guess maybe your worst fucking enemy who's in rehab. And then with a note that's like, you know, obscure enough that the person because I, I. Maybe we were allowed to get mail. I don't remember. I remember getting letters and stuff, but packages, you didn't get to just open packages at rehab, right? Like they. Right. You know, they won't open them for you, but you don't get to just go back to your room and open them. Uh, and maybe that's it. Maybe there's a sock monkey and they're like, oh, cute. But that's bananas, dude. Like, what the fuck is that's that? That's pretty nuts. Yeah. And so I'm rewatching so, this scene actually on mute. And it's knowing that. So the scene where they redo the scene and they react the scene. Uh, yeah. It's a pretty long scene, actually. And yeah, it's, she, yeah, that's, she that's has what I mean. the like, sock there's... monkey with her. Right. So she's right. holding it and she keeps looking at it. And I wonder if at this point she knows what's in it. And it's like she's contemplating like letting them pull her out of this or she knows what's there. And yeah. Just it's, like, it's, it's a weird, so fucking weird. I want, I, my guess is the producers of the movie felt like that was a missed opportunity. Like for whatever reason, they couldn't spend more time like getting that point across. Cause that again, like then even, even when they show her in the next scene and she's like ODing on the floor and there's just one part where they just kind of pan across the toilet top and it's sitting there and maybe I'm mistaken, but I think it's torn open with the shit sitting there on the on top of the toilet. Like I feel like that deserved one more like single frame shot from the top showing this is what's going on. This is where the drugs came from. Like it. Yeah, I, I totally missed seemed, that. That's what I mean because you totally miss it, and then you're just kind of left scratching your head of like, well, she's in a rehab center. How did she OD on heroin? Where does the heroin come? I don't understand what's going on. Right, like right, right, and and yeah, again, the movie's good enough that you're you let it pass, but still, like I, yeah. I didn't. All of that was unearned to me. Like that character ODing and dying, that just come on, that's just over the top, people. Because that's like a Hollywood thing. Like that, that's a right, rare right. occurrence in a fucking center like that. It's not a rare occurrence. Like it would have made better sense for her to get out, and then they find like they just show her OD'd in a motel the next day, and then the word comes right. back to them, and it's very depressing. I don't know why they wouldn't just do that, other than maybe they just didn't have the time to do a shot at another location, maybe. So I that yeah. that would have been more realistic to me, having her leave, be kind of sketchy and not or shaky, and not necessarily on good good grounds when she's leaving and like knowing that she probably shouldn't leave, but she can't go back in because she's finished. And then, you know, within a day or two, she's dead like that. Honestly, I feel like that would have been even more powerful 
because it's kind of what it is like to have those people be like, like they're trying to show the helplessness of it and like the frantic and they're like, Oh my God, we can't do anything. But it's even more if you have this wonderful person who you're in love with and then they leave and you're like, you have this feeling inside that things are going to be good and then they die. That to me would be even right, more powerful. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I didn't make the movie, but that, that would be more. <laughs> and honestly, if they had done that, the fact that the rest of those people came back to show her that they were still alive and happy for her and playing right. music for yeah, her when she point. leaves would make better sense too, or at least would be more earned. But anyway, that's just, that's my Hollywood note for a movie that came out 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Redo it, re-edit. Well, yeah, cause what that starts off like right after that Vigo Mortensen betrays her. Um, well, and that, then that was she, also she has a, a little breakthrough a little, with her sister. So it's a lot of powerful a, stuff right after the, another. The, the breakthrough with the sister I felt was good, except for I and I, I meant to go back and check the clothing. I almost feel like they changed the location of that in the movie. They edited it to the end because, I mean, yeah, she calls her sister and she's crying and then she just hangs up and doesn't say anything. And her sister's like knows that there's something wrong and comes back. And then they have that heart to heart. Right. And again, that was some serious, like, look at us, we're acting moment. Like, come on. Right. This is powerful and nice, but come on. Um, <laughs> so I felt like that was actually supposed to be there at the the parent or the family moment, and it just, whatever, that doesn't matter. It's just an editorial thing. I, I have a question um, for you about that scene, actually, because so oh, that, okay. scene, that scene is, um, the, basically what happens is the sister seems to, like, open up a little bit to her, and they... She she knows she's in a rough place, and so she goes to comfort her, and then she apologizes to Sandra Bullock's character for not being there, there for, for her as her yeah. protector. And right. even though they were both kids, and she was the oldest, and she mm-hmm. kind of explains that she would sometimes go out of her way to avoid her because, you know, you're kids, and kids can't deal with this stuff, and they just, like, you know. Sure. Put the blame in the wrong place or whatever, and it's sure. In a way, it's like okay, that I know they need to open up, but it's also like it would seem with me, if or for to me that if someone with addiction and you're trying to find within yourself why you're doing these things, it almost felt like okay, but then it's like she's saying, yeah, but it was really my fault that you got here. Uh, you know, no, in a way, it, not it, like claiming responsibility, but like it's also like yeah, but you both. You no, both went through is, the same shit. No, it, 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 I, I, again, that felt, I mean, even though they were overacting it, it felt very genuine. Yeah. And, and it's, okay. you know, that's, that's the point of that whole uh, family therapy thing. It's not to come in and, I mean, part of it, <laughs> the, like, okay, the, the second place I went, we had a family therapy day like that, or family whatever day. It was actually two days, right? And there's one day where the family yells at you, and then the second day you yell at them. And it's not yelling, but you know what I mean. Like you just <laughs> yeah, have to yeah. sit, in, you sit and hear them say all the things that make you just like you don't want to hear, but you're going to hear it, right? And then you get the opportunity to just talk back, and it's you know it's it's an opportunity to have a two way communication and and be vulnerable on both sides. And I th- that's that's what she's showing is like, hey, yeah, you are a piece of shit. And you did a bunch of shitty things, but I'm not. I, her saying that she she should have been there for her, I, that was. I mean, I that's that's more of the like the love, because that's that's what recovery is, right? Is is yeah, yeah. Being able to find the vulnerability and set aside all the rest of the bullshit and just 
focus on what's real. And what's real is they're sisters and they love each other and they're the only thing they each have in each other's lives really at all, right? Because the dad, they never say what happens to the dad. He, fuck, he fucked off early on, which is weird because mm. they should have just leaned into the idea that he was also just a fuck up drunk because why would you abandon your kids to presumably because your wife is a drunk and then just leave your kids with this woman who's clearly unstable and who drinks herself to death eventually. That <clears throat> that seemed weird that they never at least said, yeah, and he drank himself to death at some point later. Um, Yeah, yeah, you never know but, what happens. But, really. but the point is, is all of that stuff, going to a rehab center like that, finding your way through the bullshit to the real is what it's all about and the, and for her that's the real right like yeah the consequences of their adult behavior and the bullshit they've done through all their years even underlying all that their sisters and she was the older sister and she's just saying hey you know somewhere we we diverted and i didn't do anything to come back and you're a fuck up anyway so you know i could just lean into you just lean into that like well she's a fuck up so i don't need to i i you know i it's not my problem but on the real, they're family, and that's you know that that's that that's that scene meant to me, and uh, and and I'd like yeah <clears throat> yeah that makes sense and 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 it is I thought you were gonna go to the, the the other thing that often is is brought up about rehab centers and 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 rightly so the resentful idea of like hey it's already all about you everything in your fucking life is about right. you that's the point and now i got to do one more thing where i'm coming in and it's all about you again you know fuck you that is part of it yeah. right is having to as yeah. the addict face that of like yeah i don't deserve any of your love anymore i don't deserve any more second chances i don't deserve any of this shit and i'm just going right. to take it so i you know i i felt like it yeah. the movie does a, a good good job of getting all of those points across and even when she leaves and Steve Buscemi, you know, even even having him acknowledge her and give her a little wave, that's just for the Hollywood, like, and, you know, yeah, realistically, she's a she's an attractive woman who's been under his advisement <laughs> for three, four weeks. Yeah, he's probably like, see you later. <laughs> even if there's nothing there, just like, I'll, I'll step to the window for her and just wave goodbye. Because, <laughs> right, yeah, get that far away wave. Like, he's been waiting at the window for a while, just waiting for exactly. her to notice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah exactly. it's very, very Hollywood. Realistically, realistically, you, you, that's it. He, she would never see the guy again. Like their last session was the day before, and like, if he happened to pass her in the hallway grabbing a cup of coffee, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, you're out of here today. All right, well, good job, good luck, and uh, you know, you know where we are." <laughs> That'd be it. Yeah. He'd be because like, he's got you know, he's, he's got another twelve caseloads on his plate by then, right? Like, yeah, that's exactly. just one more. For him, that's like, oh, check the box, man. She made it through. Apparently, she's doing okay. Here's her aftercare recovery plan. All right. Go back to the city and cool, try cool. not to be an asshole. Yeah. So, yeah. That, the ending is... is That's where it kind of, I feel like, goes away in... Because there's a lot of real stuff right up until she leaves. And it's still real. And it's, it's, it's sweet yeah. about her getting back into the city. They don't really go much beyond her, like, first day or two. But um, no, and it, then it kind of comes back to its Hollywood self at the end. Well, I I thought that was cute because I could see like I remember I still remember thinking like I remember the first time I watched it and then remembering or, or you know, having it happen again. of Like, what a strange way to end this movie. Right. So she just runs into Alan Turek. Turn it. Tunic. Alan. Tudic. Say that guy's Tudic. Name? Tudic. Who uh, I meant to say, he's awesome in this movie. Also, that guy is an oh, underrated yeah. actor. He is terrific oh, in amazing. this movie. Um, yeah. 
they just happen to run into each other at a plant store and he's like you know he's trying to do the two years of raising a plant and a dog and it was a it was a funny little i think the idea was to be like you know life goes on and it's still enjoyable i i don't know i don't think there's any deeper meaning than we got to figure out a place to end this movie and this is as good a place as any because yeah on a light note and he's yeah he's such a great comedic actor um yeah well it is interesting too because then they like that's sort of funny what you talk about about not connecting outside of <laughs> outside of your therapy or your uh, rehab center with these people but it's like oh wow that... she just immediately runs into him <laughs> well no because it's supposed to be some amount of time later right because he says he's had the dog he's had the plant oh that's true and the yeah. dog for like a year or something so it's supposed to be an extended amount of time which does make sense like you you would still be very happy to see someone if I, I that's funny i literally just ran into someone today earlier when i was leaving the gym who i hadn't seen since i was in rehab with them and like we you know gave each other a hug and just said hey how's it going just kind of thing like that yeah. makes sense like going out of your way to like set up parties for the other person no no no, no. not not unless you were already yeah. friends before that <laughs> um and i really like i do like how they they do you know they they have to come back and show how she's going to live in her life and you know it was clear there's no fucking way she could stay with Dominic West like that guy's not going to oh, work yeah. for her unless oh, she's yeah. an alcoholic active drinker and i thought that was really good portrayal of like having to change your world right like she sits down to have dinner with sure. them and he's like clearly just trying to get her to just do the same thing as before and like that kind of cursory like no 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 we'll we'll encourage you to not drink just come back here and hang out with all the rest of us partying and you have water like that was so redonkulous and and yeah having the horse be there and she's like instead of having an argument with him she goes over and lifts the horse's foot (laughs) (laughs) yeah she finally does the horse thing and also do new york city cops just leave their horses out it feels (laughs) (laughs) that was such a hollywood thing it's like why is no right. one near that horse? That's right. There wasn't a ho- there wasn't a guy on the horse, was there? there no was just one. Standing there. It's like that oh horse was God. patrolling by itself. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch that. Oh my God! How did I miss that? I I guess I in my head I decided the cop was just kind of standing over by the side and was like, huh, "Let's see what happens." <laughs> <laughs> but no, I yeah. liked that, and and honestly, I I kind of think they should have just ended it there where she's like goodbye and just walks away they could have rolled credits and then had i you know what if this movie came out like four years ago even they would have just rolled credits there and then after the main credit scroll come back to that scene where she she runs into alan turdick in the yeah absolutely in, in i the, totally agree with that because yeah. that that's a post-credit scroll crawl mo- scene so interesting um anyway i yeah i I fucking liked this movie. I thought I was going to, I, I did thought too. this was one. Yep. I thought I put it up there as a like, Oh, this will be one to make fun of and, and really have a problem with. But in the end, it fucking works. I mean, even the stuff with Viggo Mortensen, good. Yeah. When he comes, when he comes <laughs> running over to like, make sure she knows that was fucking dumb. Like he's not going to come yeah. running over and be like, Hey, I fucked up and I kissed some other broad. Like, who fucking cares? And you're an idiot if you don't me. forgive me, kind of. Yeah, like, yeah, but I mean, and the point of that was him pointing out, hey, that guy's no good for you. That's fine. They needed to have those words said at some point. They could have just done yeah. it some other way in the movie, but whatever, you know. And it was good. I did appreciate because you kind of, especially Hollywood at that point, they'd gone to extra Hollywood, have him run over. You, you kind of expect they're gonna like 
get together or have some kind of commiseration and, and kiss or something. And, and no, he's just like, hey, that guy's no good for you. I don't know if I'm any good for you, but, you know, don't fuck this up. Yeah. So that that part was yeah. acceptable, but still. But in general, I, I, I thought the movie does a good job. It shows the fucking how fucking crazy she is, shows her falling apart, and more importantly, shows how she has to change her behavior and change who she is to have, you know, a, a path forward. I, 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 did we decide we're going to have a rating system? I don't know if we're going to have a rating system. I don't know. It's like five bottles uh, out of five. I think we decided we were going to, and we never did. But Okay, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, whatever uh, the but yeah. Thumbs up. Whatever Thumbs it up, is. Right? Surprise, yeah. I concur. I think it's surprisingly good as just a straight up movie, but also the representations of her journey uh, makes sense. Like it's not too. Yeah. There's definitely, like you said, Hollywood elements that pop up here and there, but even those are done in a muted way that aren't like yeah. ridiculously like her <laughs> love interest saves the day. It's like no, she's yeah. still got to deal with her own shit, and um, it's really interesting too. Like, it, but it is one of those movies too where it ends. Well, no, never mind. I guess that Alan, scene with Alan Tudyk is like a year later, so she is yeah. doing yeah. well a year later. But, Presumably, um, yeah. yeah, man, I liked it too. I really like this movie too. <laughs> I, I was surprised <laughs> to like it as much as I did. Because I was very surprised at how much I enjoyed it. I watched it in three yeah. parts, too. So it was like, and it does a good job of breaking it down. Like, the first 30 minutes is she's falling apart. The second 30 minutes is she's trying to figure her shit out. And the third 30 minutes is the recovery. I, it it, it kind of is broken up just right. Like, with, you know, a little bit of overlap since it's more than 90 minutes. But, yeah, I liked it. I really liked it. It was well done. And... Could have used a little trimming of the Hollywood shit, but who knows? Maybe that stuff was just forced in there because it was a Hollywood film, and they like, you know, it's uh, it, unless the director's got a lot of cachet, they have to deal with a bunch of shit. So, if if that's the yeah. case, then it's really good because they were able to still make a moving and thoughtful film despite all that. So no, I yeah, yeah. I definitely give it. I give it five bottles out of five. I don't I don't know what the rating. <laughs> I, mean, I think the rating system is going to be different every episode. Let's just do that. Um, All right, that sounds good. It'll come across. You know, no one's going to compare these movies based on a rating. Nobody's going to yeah, fucking we'll listen to this. Nobody cares <laughs> of each movie. But yeah, totally. Yeah, I think that's great. And bottles is appropriate because that could be that could be anything. So <laughs> it could be bottles of Vicodin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what's the next movie? What's the next movie we're going to watch? I I, for, I gave you the list, but then I I seem to have lost it off of my phone. Do you remember what was a? Uh... <laughs> I'll look it up real quick. I uh, I was uh, going to ask you, just going to ask you that actually, and I. Uh... <laughs> All right, let me. It's right here. Let me just grab it. All right, let's see. What do we got? We have. No, it's farther back than I thought. One second. Hmm. Are there any other movies that you could remember putting on the list that were in um, in their center, or is it much more about before and after? In the in recovery centers, there's uh, clean and yeah. sober as okay. uh, a lot of activity. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, so we got when a man loves a woman. Up woman. Next. Oh, in fact, I think this one has has stuff in there. So we could we could do that one next. I actually I don't want to be stuck to this order. I mean, I, I gave it to you in an order, and really only the first and the last one were the only ones that I really gave any thought to, or you know, not even okay. thought, but just thought it's a good order. So, um. Why don't you you pick the next one and just tell me what it is? But uh, according to the list, it was when a man loves a woman. So I don't know if you have you seen that movie. That no, but actually I think that's pretty good because that kind of leads. I had read a synopsis of it because that's about um, 
because uh, it's like their relationship changes and the 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 husband yeah. realizes yeah. that he's been kind of an enabling her drinking so it yeah. could be yeah. kind of, like that's not a bad one to go after this because it could be like sandra yeah. bullock's what yeah. if like i, I could see her having their life my, after this i think when i did that order though i think in my head i thought 28 days was going to be the worst movie and that 20 and <laughs> that when a man loves a woman would be a palate cleanser so it'll be interesting to see if that's the case because my guess is it's going to be worse. I'm going to guess it's going to be worse. Yeah. So, so let's do no, it. Let's stick uh, with it. Let's do this one. I, I think it's a okay. good lead in to or a follow up for this movie. And then because then after that, we've got drunks and I'm I've never seen it, but I'm imagining that's going to be a tough one. Oh, no. It's <laughs> a hard great. hitting no, drunks look. is drunks is great. Drunks is great. So, yeah, no. OK. I'm sure the movie is great, but woman. I'm sure it's got a lot of heavy toads. So. <laughs> it's heavy okay well i think this one is too if i remember i remember being like oh god this is not making me happy at all so okay <laughs> okay well let's watch men a man loves a woman and then we'll see if we need to move drugs so we're not too depressed <laughs> yes yes and I, and i i talked to my daughter there's a couple more that we should add to the list so we'll, we'll, we'll talk okay. about it offline Cool, man. Yeah. Sounds All right. Good. I will uh i will get you the intro and outro here in a little bit so cool All right, and then to everybody listening, uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys later. Catch you on the flip side, drunkards. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye.